Welcome to Failure to Stop. This is an episode for Patreon. It's called Kendra Does Patreon. And today's episode, Kendra Does Patreon at night after dark. It's very early in the morning, so you're going to have to bear with me. It's difficult to adjust to those changes. Welcome to uh, a variation of true crime. The growing calls across the nation to defund the police. To end policing as we know it. Off the charts violence in New York City. 11 people shot in just eight hours on this is Sunday. About the police officers, officers who every single day put on that uniform and they run towards danger when we run away from it. Welcome to Failure to Stop. This is the number one podcast platform where we entertain and inform first responders and their friends. If you're an ex-first responder, if you got thrown out for having principles or you're just sick of sick of it, you're still our friend. You can still listen to Failure to Stop. We're not going to check your ID at the door. Joining me is a former first responder who I don't know how she left, but she's a former police officer from Southern Florida. Although in a recent episode, I confused Florida with California because they are just about the same thing to mm-hmm. me because I live in the middle of fucking nowhere is Kendra Drama. She's a former police officer. I'm John. I'm uh, the presenter slash co-host. I'm an active 911 dispatcher in the field. For this episode, we have a special surprise for you. Uh, we are being joined by uh, on the phone uh, by Jake Welder, who's the host of Failure to Stop Hard Time, which is also an exclusive show on Patreon. Failure to Stop Hard Time is just like regular Failure to Stop, except instead of Eric Tanzi or anyone else like that, it has me and Jake, and we break down all the off all the issues facing correctional officers, prison stuff, and he's one of the funniest uh, people around and a secret host of Failure to Stop. So secret, we can't see his face. I have no idea what he looks like. <laughs> Jake, good morning. Uh, welcome to Failure to Stop, uh, late late edition after dark. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well, and 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 my name's Jake. What did I call you? Oh, you called me Jake. Okay, it's good. A, it's, it's, a, sure. it's a it's a it's a Marcy's Playground ref- reference. It's a very old reference. Okay, so I'm old doing... I didn't get it. I'm doing well. I had a interesting week. It was like, it was pretty quiet for the most part, just doing a lot of extra projects and stuff. And then at the end, we talked about just a really annoying use of force because somebody wanted to go there. They just didn't want to lock up and took all their stuff and said they weren't going to lock up all night. So we had to drag them to their rooms. Um, Little guy has retard strength, but that didn't go very well for him. And then... uh, yeah, that was that was my week was doing an extra hour and a half of use of force paperwork. And uh, that's fun. And I get to do a write up when I get back to work next week. So, yeah, it's hard to uh, it's hard. Yes. Yeah. It's hard to uh, find uh, the common threads between a police officer, a correctional officer and a 911 dispatcher. Uh, but uh, I could say that we've all fought people in the name of the law which is kind of an uncommon thing <laughs> for a podcast host. You know, normally uh, what we talk about on True Crime is that these other podcast hosts, uh, they don't know shit about anything. It's really obvious. We've been calling them the carpet on that lately. Uh, so here we have a podcast uh, by first responders, and we generally know what we're talking about. Uh, Jake uh, is a sergeant at a uh, facility 
a jail somewhere in the American Southwest. Jake's actually not his real name. It started as a, as a simple scheme to uh, fool the ATF, and now has evolved to do kind of a joke and a, and a way to protect himself as he enters the public eye on the show. Uh, but today on True Crime, uh, Kendra does Patreon uh, special after dark overnight special. <laughs> Sorry, I keep reading the name of it. At night. At night <laughs> after dark. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna for Kendra does Patreon. We're gonna do uh, just play some games and uh, shoot the shit because you don't always want to hear uh, about cases. Sometimes you just want to sit back and relax. And so if you're doing some tedious work, if you are uh, incapacitated in the bathroom. This is the show for you. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to take care of you and, and help you until first responders arrive or whatever's the case. Incapacitated. Uh, well, you know. Not just, like preoccupied, just completely. <laughs> I should have said done. preoccupied, but you know what? I'm going to cover it with that, uh, with <laughs> incapacitated as well. You know, I'm a lot older than you, Kendra. So I'll just leave it at that. I know. I know, Grandpa. Uh, what do you got first for us, Toots? <laughs> <laughs> well, we can do uh, Mad Lib or we can do our new special event that we're going to do this episode let's, first. Let's do the let's do the Mad Libs because I have had more okay. people reaching out to me about the Mad Libs. Like sometimes I'll wake up and someone will see that I'm online in the chats or something somewhere on some platform. Someone like Felony Melanie or something. And uh, she will <laughs> she will uh, I will say, hey, well, you know, what's up? Yeah, felony. And she's like, more Mad Libs, more. <laughs> and she'll spell it M-O-A-R like she's just going insane. And uh, she won't respond to me in a reasonable fashion. She wants more of that. I think uh, Brittany Faulkner also wants more. These are uh, some of our subscribers on Patreon, and that's why I'm dropping their names to thank them for subscribing. So let's do the Mad Libs. Also, right. uh, Kendra being smart, uh, which is why I married her, and her being smart is why she divorced me. Uh, she set up a... <laughs> <laughs> a very good mad lib for us that includes all three of us so whenever you're ready go ahead okay um <clears throat> first of all uh jake are you able to use the private chat in this what you're uh yes yeah well, can you send there. can you send me your email on that so i can email you i can also email it to her okay to, to you okay yeah you just go that ahead works. and start talking i'll do i'll do things all righty sounds good okay John. Yes, good morning. <laughs> All right, we're going to start this now. Give me a, a man's name. Uh, Michael. Michael. <laughs> okay, give me another man's name. <laughs> mm, Dwight. See where I went with that one? Not at all. All right. Okay. I'm just kidding. Of course I did. Okay. I was actually thinking of Dwight D. Eisenhower, which is ironic. Go ahead. What was your question? A number. And these are supposed to be ridiculous, so try to oh, be ridiculous. Oh, a ridiculous number. Okay. <laughs> 83. I hate the look of 83. I don't know if you've ever seen that before, but... I just saw it for the first time when I typed it, and it was frightening. Uh, um, yeah. Give me an, it's troubling. It's like give me an object. <laughs> uh, a door wedge. And a store, like a chain store. Mm, Costco. Okay. Give me a 
a sense, like one of the five senses. Danger. No, I mean like smell. Oh, like your five senses. <laughs> I have more than five. Um, okay, sorry. I, I'm gonna say sight or vision or however it would apply best here. Sees. That's good. Okay. Sorry for the camera shaking. I'm typing. All right. Sorry, Give sorry me... that it's taking me so long to do this. Jake, is, <clears throat> your uh, uh, your email is plumberguy69, isn't it? I'm trying <laughs> to check through my address book here. Yes, yes, your... and then I have uh, it's yeah, and then my Instagram handle is laying pipe. Okay. Pipe layer. Yep. 69420. Player 69420. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, uh, you uh you sure are you're sure a journeyman or a master of your craft, I'm sure. <laughs> I actually was at one time. I actually was looking through people's um, contact information to like get a hold of somebody at work and somebody had 69 in their uh, in their email and I was like, man, that's why oh, I had geez. to go with I had to create a uh, email because I had a couple unprofessional ones. I was like, man, if I'm going to work in this environment, I should have something more professional. And I saw that and it made me giggle at like two o'clock in the morning. It was good. Yeah. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if you've ever just advice out there to the Wolfpack. If you ever like are applying for a job and the only email you have is something like, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, trans <laughs> something like that, whatever it is, make sure you just change it. Like create a new one. It's not that hard. Uh, because because someone will look at that and that alone will get it thrown in the trash if you didn't know that. But and anyway, go go on. I think I sent him your email. I think I sent Kendra. I sent you Jake's email address. Hopefully it worked. But go on, go on with the madness. Okay. Um, give me a holiday. Boxing Day in Canada. Okay. Give me a calisthenic. Oh shit! I don't know. Jumping jacks is that a calisthenic? Oh. Yes, it is. Okay, thank God. I, I don't. I don't know. That I, <laughs> I don't know any of those. I don't know any of those. <laughs> well, I do cardio and I do strength training, but then you're like, oh, go do calisthenics. I had to like think of an army movie because they're always doing calisthenics. I'm like, what do army men do? <laughs> you. What's your favorite calisthenic? Do you have one? If you had to pick one to do forever. Uh, I, I don't because they make me look so stupid. Jumping jacks, first of all, I'm so huge that, first of all, people in the gym get mad because it's like, are you trying to make yourself look bigger? Like, there's a bear here. What are you doing? Yeah. And then and then my body, I'm this weird mix of, like, skinny, muscular, and fat. I'm, like, I'm the nexus of all three. So, like, whatever your type is for a body, I'm not that. So, whatever <laughs> I'm... If I'm jumping around, like there's too much sloshing and jiggling and vibrating, it's just a bad, bad look for me. I'm also 250 pounds. And so here's a fun gym story, if you don't mind. Like I used to wonder, like, because I, I, I look pretty okay. Like I've had some people say I'm kind of handsome, but I never get hit on at the gym. And I think it's every man's like dream to be hit on at the gym, have some girl kind of come over and wink at you or something. It would never happen to me, but I think it happens to other people. But one time I was at the gym and I was running and I was running uphill on the incline on the treadmill. And uh, I always have headphones on. They're just like this. And I'm listening to podcast music or whatever. And something happened and they fell off. And all of a sudden I can hear the sound of me breathing heavily. And it's like, ah, 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 you know, it's fucking 
horrible sound. And I'm like, well, no wonder no one is hitting on me. They know what the sounds I make while I'm making love. They think it sounds like that. And, and like, no one, of course, it's just annoying. So of course, no one's hitting on me. Like they they can hear the sounds that I that I make when I'm when I'm worked up, and it's uh, it's bad. So I'm like, and I wasn't like grunting or anything. It's just that's the sound of me being at the gym, and it's bad. And I had been there for 18 months, and everyone in the gym knows that I'm the big, huge guy. And as I'm running, by the way, because I'm 250 pounds, and I shouldn't be running. Thunk, 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 thunk. So it's like I'm the most annoying guy in the gym, and I had no idea because I had headphones on. So similar. I have similar gym experiences. People are, were always looking at me when I started running because I've run like full out, like negative splits at the end. So, yeah, I'm not I'm not quite as large for the for the uh, at the sake of losing my anonymity. I'm six one two thirty now, and uh, yeah, running at the gym like everybody's like looking at me and i'm like hey i'm fucking going for it man at the end here i want to bring down my time by like 30 seconds if i can so they're all like looking at me and then the gym i went to for a while they're like oh be polite make sure you do this and that like we're gonna have somebody come talk to you and i was like using one of the uh weight machines and this guy comes up to me who's like all roided out with all his buddies and he's like can I use that? And I'm like, I'm obviously in the middle of a set. So, um, no, like I'm still using it. I'll, I'll let you know when I'm done, I'll, I'll wave to you and your buddies or something. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, well I, I'm on a timer. Like I'm here every week and stuff. And I'm like, well, fuck off. Like <laughs> I'm still working out. <laughs> like you can relax. Like, why don't you go over there and, you know, do some steroids or get some creatine or whatever the fuck you do with your buddies and he's like excuse me i'm like you fucking heard me (laughs) he's like poking me in the chest and the staff member comes over yeah the staff member who comes over who's like the disabled guy that they they hired there and he's just his uh, yeah his eyes (laughs) are just like fucking huge and i was i was like (laughs) just told the dude i'm like i said you could just like fuck off over there like i don't i'm i was trying to be polite and now i'm done and he's like, I didn't come here to be disrespected. I'm like, where do you usually go? Like your mom's house? Like, <laughs> I was like, I, I was like, after I do this, I'm going to do cardio at your mom's. So, and then I'm going to eat your fucking cereal. And all the guys are like looking at me. And there's people like falling off the, like they're trying to run and they're going to fall off the fucking um, treadmills and stuff. Cause they just see me yelling at this guy. And it's like, and there's all these signs around me, and this is like, be polite, be courteous. And I'm just like, fuck <laughs> off, dude. Yeah. Like, leave, and now, now all the signs that say, be polite, be courteous, literally have your photo on them. So, yeah. Like, <laughs> Don't let this guy into the gym, this motherfucker. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, i'm too big to be polite but i don't i don't go out of my way i've only had one run-in at the gym where this guy was he was going all over the gym so I, there's a pull-up bar that i wanted to use i wanted to do my pull-ups and leave like i don't i use i don't make rounds like i just do one thing and then i move on and I, i've been watching him because i want to see if the equipment's clear to use so he'll use he'll do a set and then he'll wander away i'm like well i'm just gonna do my fucking pull-ups because i can't do many so i'm not going to be there very long so uh i get a, i get on there and i do my pull-ups 
and I uh, do maybe three sets actually. And then he comes over and like starts telling me he's using this machine and he's this big guy and he's got this Marine Corps shirt on and he tries to boss me around and, and I don't, I, I forgot the story now, but it was, it was similar to that. And just like, you don't, you don't own the gym, dude, get, get away from me. And my story is not as good as yours, but it, we, it does seem like <laughs> there's a certain amount of dick measuring at the gym and not nearly enough flirtation with me. And uh, I get why people think they could fight me and why no one wants to flirt with me at the gym. Well, Kendra, usually both of those things happen in the showers. Yes. Uh, the, the, the shower. Oh, my gosh. So why do men? Why are there so many exhibitionist men? Can I? Can you answer that question? Like, I, I don't know. have a decent amount of shame, but even, but I'm not, I'm not like a, a prude. Like, I know this is a place where you change. And we're all men, but some people just walk around just like they don't give a fuck at all. Like they've, this, they've been waiting all day for their chance to just walk around naked in front yep, of others, brushing, Kendra? brushing their teeth. Yep. Girls do. What that is too. your girls do that as well? Mm-hmm. But I bet it's bad though, right? It's not as sexy as you make it sound. They're just usually. Um... For whatever reason, I don't know if it's the same thing with guys, but they're usually older, which is not bad. Aww. I mean, it is what it is, Aww. but I don't know why. What does I don't older know, mean? Like, you know, like the fit, like grandma types Oh, that come in. I, I think, I don't know. Maybe they're just more comfortable in their bodies and they don't give a shit anymore. I probably will do the same thing when I'm that old. When I'm that old. <clears throat> what's your what's your gym experiences like though or do people hit on you or try to fight you like it's only one of those two <laughs> things, so. um i haven't had i just get i mean typical female experience the guy that won't leave you alone when you're trying to do something and i've had like people uh the gym that i used to go to i'd go after work when i worked uh in the courthouse because it was like nine to five you know so i'd go and <clears throat> i had this one guy that Every time I went in there, I would try to avoid him because he would have a conversation with me and it would it would last for like 30 minutes. And I didn't want to be rude. I'm one of those people. So I let him talk to me. Well, one time I was in the middle of a set and he comes up to me. I have my headphones in and he just starts stands there and just starts talking. And I can't hear him. And I'm in the middle of a set. So I like dramatically throw the weight down and take my my headphones out. I'm like, what did you say? And he's like. Um, is that your car out there? Talking about my patrol car. And I was like, yeah, why? And he's like, your dad let you take his car to the gym. And I'm like, what? And he's like, is, I can't believe is, you're a cop. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Leave me alone. I can't, be I can't believe men think that their opportunity to uh, flirt with a woman is, is I, the opening move is like, make fun of her. <laughs> Insult me. Why. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Because actually, actually. Uh, data data reveals that no one likes that, even women. So it's it's weird that they would <laughs> even women. Even women don't don't like it. People make fun it's of like them. people, but also women. Yeah. People, but <laughs> people up to and including women. So you know they have rights now. Uh, Get crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah. First, first they were voters and motorists, and now we now we have female police officers so i'm sure that guy is very appalled by the state of things this country's going to uh, shit it's going to shit um luckily i hate myself just enough that i would never think to approach a woman at the gym but we are doing mad libs so i don't know if we want to get back to back yeah to we that. can do that um All okay right. so. <laughs> so i'm the one that got us off topic and now i'm blaming everyone else that's all right all um right. okay so the next thing uh-oh the next thing is a, a verb ending in ing. Yes. 
Verb ending Hoist, in ing. Hoisting. <laughs> okay. All right. Give me a unit of distance. Um. Is that a unit of distance? You know what I mean. Measure. Yeah, of course I do. I'm just okay. I'm just thinking of one. Um, light years. Jake's okay. gonna go with light years. Yeah. All right. Now I need a name of a celebrity. Jake, take this one. I'm terrible at celebrities. Uh, <laughs> Lady Gaga, because her name fun, sounds funny. Oh, I've my... already we already chose Lady Gaga in a previous. It's okay. fine. Okay. No, literally it's, the... it works. I know, or but you it's could like choose another we, one. This is this is the third one, and two of them have been Lady Gaga. Okay, I don't know. Uh, Shania Twain. I don't. That'll work. Okay, okay. that works. Your discretion, Kendra. You can use either one. I just can't believe you chose the same one as me. That's so funny. She's like omnipotent. Okay, she's like the main celebrity. I don't know if you guys. <laughs> she, she is the celebrity, the only one. <laughs> She was there when a star was born. Oh, no, she was the star. She was born. Okay, give me a body part. (laughs) Jake? I don't know. I I barely know her. Um, We're just not meeting Kendra. (laughs) That's very, very forward. Uh, Elbow. All right. All right. All right, give me. Sorry, I don't know what that noise was. Give me a. Something is happening with my computer. It won't be used against you at any point. <laughs> of course not. Give me a never number. Never become a real. A number. <laughs> uh, yeah. 43. And an object. Lead pipe. Uh, lead pipe. Boy, you're, we're on a theme today, huh? Anyway, give me another. It's uh, pretty. Change. It's pretty early at night. It's only like six p.m. So <laughs> obviously, it's still still early. All right, give me a uh, what in the hell? Give me a, another chain store. An- another chain store. Uh, Payless shoe source. <laughs> what? That's where I get my shoes. Where do you get yours? mine i usually just order them online or go to like walmart um or if i see them lying in the road sometimes i'll just pick them up and start wearing them around all right what is jake, jake gets his off of the power lines <laughs> yep. yeah uh, that's what i do give me an adjective um strident how do you even spell that oh nope i got it also, I can spell really well, so watch out. Foreshadowing. Oh. Um, a noun. Uh, a person, place, or thing, though. Oh God. Um. um if, I, if I just choose, I'm going to choose America. So. Okay. No. Uh, a thing. Um. How about uh? <laughs> Jake, if you think of one quicker, go, go ahead. Thing. Think of a thing, anything. <laughs> anything. My God, a whole a sandal. A sandal. A sandal. <laughs> okay. Give me a piece of clothing. A sandal. Oh my God. <laughs> no, no. 
You're like, man, I wish I could I could play with imaginative people. A piece a of handkerchief. Uh, a hank, yes, a gentleman's a gentleman's uh, square to wear in the pocket of the front of a suit. Okay, okay, can't so, spell handkerchief. That that's pretty bad. Jake, add handkerchief to. <laughs> I'm just gonna uh, abbreviate to hanky. A hanky. Okay, actually, that's fucking hilarious. So hanky, that works. All right. Okay. Um. Hold on, me. I have to type in the same thing I said earlier. We're repeating. Well, okay. yeah, we're repeating quite a bit here, unfortunately. Give, <laughs> give me a, a shape. Any sort of shape. Uh, a rhombus. How did I fucking know you were going to say that? That's amazing. Because I'm a five-sided ESP. person. You know it. But it's, <laughs> it's not going to be a pentagon with me, of course. Give me another body part. Uh... I'm going to say coccyx. C-O-C-C. I know. I got it. Okay. I got it, John. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I am in school, you know. So what is... I know uh, you are. Give me a silly, like a silly noise or onomatopoeia or something like goofy. Bloop. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, give me a number. Um, eight. All right, an animal. <laughs> Fucking giraffe. Nice. My favorite animal is duck. If that works better. Giraffe is fine. I already typed it. Okay, give me. <laughs> you can't cheat, John. No, give me a. <laughs> give me a um. Oh my god, an object. <clears throat> Something oh, ridiculous. Jake. Jake, I can't think of any objects. Jake's hey. dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's the lightning storm. Um, that's a deep reference. An object. A Maddox. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You have to define it's, that. Uh, it's like <laughs> A hammer. A hammer. Oh. Okay. How do you spell Maddox? <laughs> I'm so sorry. M-A-D-D-O-X? Yes. Okay. Um, scroll down. Probably closer. I like how there's going to be one part of this this Mad Lib that just like just is just straight confusing. Because <laughs> <laughs> the audience is going to have to like remember that it's a kind of hammer. Give me a, a material, like an organic material. Uh, cotton. All right. Fabric of our lives. <laughs> cotton also cotton. kills. Cotton kills, cotton. yep. Cotton kills. <laughs> Give me a number. Point 0.8. Fuck yeah, John. Love that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Give me. You're like, I've been so sick of dealing with whole numbers. Finally. <laughs> It's too much for my my small legs to carry. Give me a time a measure. You what? Give me a unit of time measurement. Okay, I'm gonna say. Uh, no. Uh, um. Uh, I'm gonna say. <laughs> I want to say Fortnite. Two weeks. A Shakespearean Fortnite. 
Oh, okay. Give me, we're almost done. <clears throat> Give me a verb ending in ing. Shuddering? And an, another animal. Um, a duck. I need someone to okay. root for in this Mad Lib. You got three more, so here we go. Give me an okay. adverb. Uh, <clears throat> shockingly. Give me a verb. Uh, punt. And uh, this is kind of weird, but like a type of person. A goth. Yes. A goth person. A type of person. That's. I didn't know how else to frame that. Oh, that's I okay. When I was writing the, it. The, what do you call the kind of guy that can't get, no one will fight or hit on at the gym? I don't, I don't know if that has a name. but. <laughs> okay. I am going to send this. All right. Link. Well, everyone's. Oh, everyone's checking their email. I'm going to do an ad read, which is unusual for Patreon. But I think at some point this might air on YouTube. And if we are on YouTube, then we owe our thanks to Ghostbed. Ghostbed is a fantastic company that has supported failure to stop from the very beginning. Since way back in the old Mike the Cop and Eric Tansy days, if any of us around here remember that. Ghostbed uh, is a company whose single mission is to bring comfort and satisfaction and a good night's sleep to the far corners of the earth. But it all starts right here in America because, of course, Ghostbed is made in the good old USA. 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 Okay. Thank you, Officer Ray. United States of America. That's correct. Thank you, Jake. I appreciate that. It's made right here in the USA. They, they uh, support. United States that support first responders, police officers, uh, dispatchers, EMTs, paramedics, tow truck drivers, all the first responders. I can't even can't even think of anymore other than that. Correctional officers are they the first to respond to things very often. Um, if you go to their website, ghostbed.com, and use the uh, offer code Wolfpack. You could save up to 40% on your ghost bed on your adjustable frames or your cooling sheets or your cooling pillows. If you go to the website and you see a better deal, go ahead and take whatever they offer. But in the comments section, when you check out, make sure you use the offer code Wolfpack or mention failure to stop. That way we get that cool kickback. They'll send us some money so that we can keep making failure to stop and entertaining you for free. We would appreciate it if you would go over there and support them. That's www.ghostbed.com and use the offer code Wolfpack, thanks so much for supporting us from the very beginning. Ghostbed, we appreciate you. And if you're a Patreon subscriber, thank you for listening to that Ghostbed ad read. We appreciate you for paying for this com content and uh, for bearing with Ghostbed ad reads. Although if you're a Failure to Stop fan, we know that you love Ghostbed and it is no heavy burden for you to sit through that. Kendra, have those emails been sent? They've been sent. Do you have it? I do. I've got one. All right. Scenario. NYPD detective is an interview. Okay. I think that's it. So yep. I have to somehow I'm I'm opening this document using uh, OneDrive, which I didn't I know I had. I sent it through a link. That's oh, probably fantastic! Why. Nice, we're learning. All right. <laughs> Shall I read the scenario? Sure, and you're gonna be the um, the S, which is the suspect. I'm the and suspect. Then... That that about <clears throat> figures. And then when we get down to um, Jake's part, Jake, you're gonna be the lieutenant. Okay. 
Okay. Jake, do you, do you have it open and in front of you? Are you having any issues? I do. It sent me to my work email, which was weird, but I, I did get it open. I have okay. so okay, many good. email addresses. Okay. Uh, that's weird. I don't know how that happened. So here's our scenario. An NYPD detective <clears throat> is interviewing a suspect at the station. This is a classic scene. We've seen it a hundred <laughs> times from Law and Order. Uh, Kendra's our detective. She gets to kick it off. Good. Oh, God. Good morning. Good. I'm trying to do an accent. It is not going to go well. Good morning, <laughs> Detective Michael. It is 3 p.m., sir. Ah, don't give me that shit. You are. <laughs> I'm Dwight. Why am I here? <laughs> You're suspected of robbery. Robbery? <laughs> yeah, that's right. 83 door wedges were stolen from Costco. Know anything about that? No, I have this condition where I can't see doorstops, so there's no way that was me. Yeah, likely story. Where were you on the night of Boxing Day? I was doing jumping jacks for the kids down at the Y. Oh, yeah? <laughs> then why did the witness say she saw you host hoisting just light years away from the crime scene? <laughs> all right, all right, I confess. But I have a good reason. Oh, I can't wait to hear this BS. Yeah, my dog is sick with United Twain's disease. And I need money for elbow replacement surgery. Your dog, huh? Funny. That's the same alibi. <laughs> That's the same alibi given to the boys in Detroit after 43 lead pipes were stolen from Payless Shoe Store. Are you accusing me of being a <laughs> distracted sandal robber? Yeah, I, that, I think that's exactly what I'm doing. Lift up your hanky. Fine. <laughs> Will you take this seriously? My life's on the line. I could go to prison. Just what I thought. <laughs> The strident sandal robber had a rhombus-shaped birthmark on their coccyx. Wait a minute. How did the Detroit boys get a picture of that? So you admit it. All right. You caught me, detective. I did all the bloop jobs. I've been on the run for eight years. I'm so tired. <laughs> this is the best part of my job. Nabbing dirt bags like you, knowing I get to go home to my pet giraffe and stare at my collection of Maddox. It's satisfying work. The lieutenant walks in. <coughs> you almost done with this guy? Yeah, he cracked like cotton. Okay, good. We have a meeting with the commissioner in eight fortnights. <laughs> Point eight fortnights. <laughs> Point eight. <laughs> the like one about days. the show. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta hurry up. The one about the shuddering ducks? No, oh. it's about the shockingly punting goths. Ah, shit, that is a problem. I'll be down there in just a minute. All right, but don't take all day. We have that dinner tonight, too. Okay, tell mom I'll be late, but I'm coming home. <laughs> what about me? You're going to the clink, wise guy. <laughs> 
All right. Oh That's that was excellent. First of all, uh, if you loved Kendra's uh, New York Tough Guy, <laughs> go ahead and hit one in the chats. So when she watches this, she can know how much you love that. You that was like shockingly spot on. It was both bad and spot on. So we we really appreciate that, Kendra. Thank you for writing that. Uh-huh. Uh, that I, that was my favorite one so far, to be honest. And I would love to tell someone that I have to do something in point eight fortnights and start watching <laughs> them get up, get up their abacus so they could figure out like exactly how many hours and minutes that is. Oh, oh and Lord. thank you, Jake. You're a very good lieutenant slash. Um, sibling to, to that detective i'm not sure yeah. what the relationship was there it's very good we're brothers that live at home with our mom still oh i see and what and he you know he ran I'm, Lute- so. I'm lieutenant randy yes lieutenant randy oh, <laughs> <laughs> good lord that's somehow worse than officer randy <laughs> It's it's all it's all the Randy, but more of the bullshit at the right. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! Well, that all was right. Mad Libs. That was Mad three. Libs. So Mad Libs, uh, three point <laughs> three. Uh, Jake has put together a special uh, competition for me and Kendra. Uh, we were thinking of fun things to do, like when you're on a road trip. Uh, that's kind of where the Mad Libs comes in. But we wanted to shake things up a little bit. We've also got some true crime stories for you at the end that will technically qualify this to fit in our in the true crime ta- category. We're going to do a spelling bee. Uh, I think at some point, Kendra and I were both engaged in quite a bit of braggadocio about what great <laughs> spellers we are. <laughs> and uh, the she is on uh, now. The pressure is on. Uh, you're assuming I could spell braggadocio. Uh, I don't think there's an S in it. Um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> because there's no real way for us to do a spelling bee against each other without it sort of being uh, not interesting. Uh, Jake has put together a list of uh, hopefully 10 words. And uh, we're going to we're going to try to spell those. And uh, the format is, is that we'll take we'll, we'll trade turns. And then if one of us gets it wrong, the other one has a chance to steal. Obviously, each round is a point, And whoever wins. Uh, uh, get, gets to uh, I don't know take over my position at failure to stop I don't know that's what I'm risking so that's right you oh, might I be in a position where Eric Tansy calls you every day so <laughs> <laughs> that's not the part that I was talking about by the way Eric if you're listening oh uh, <clears throat> Jake if you want to uh, choose uh, in a fair fashion with a coin flip or just based on whoever you like the most. Uh, you know, <laughs> go ahead and uh, begin the round. Okay, let's, uh, John, let's start with you. I am not surprised. Deoxy ribonucleic acid. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's my favorite word. D I O X Y R I B O space N U C L U I C space A C I D. Kendra, do you want to steal? <sighs> oh. <clears throat> Deox, can you repeat the word, please? 
Could you use it in a sentence? I can. It's the molecule that forms a double helix of unique genetic information. Deoxyribonucleic acid. Deoxyribonucleic acid. Now I'm in school. Uh, So I think. I'm just a common idiot. That's why I couldn't spell it. (laughs) Okay. Is this one? First of all, am I allowed to ask if this is one word? No, you may not Uh, ask. I didn't ask. Well, acid just because you didn't think to. Word. Okay. So acid deoxy- is a separate word. He was correct with the space. Okay. All right. D. D I O X. I can't keep the word straight in my head. Deoxy right. D I O X. Oh my God. Why? R. I B O N U C L E I C space A C I D. Nope, you're both wrong. <laughs> Can you believe this guy? I can't even get <laughs> so the word straight in my head. Acid. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, I get that, like, we're old enough that we should be able to be spelling it this way. So yeah. I, mean, I didn't expect, like, I didn't expect a fifth grade spelling bee, but holy shit. <laughs> All right. First round, nobody wins. And believe me, listener, you didn't win be- either. Because it was D-E, not D-I. Other than that, you guys did pretty well. Well, thank you. I was going to say D-E, and then I overthought it because die, like, two, double helix. Right. I, okay. I overthought it. Damn it. All right, John. Inculpatory. Oh my god. E N. So it's evidence used to establish guilt. So I know what it culpable. E N C U L P A T O R Y. Kendra, do you want to steal? <laughs> Go ahead, give it a try. I think I know what I got wrong. I'm spelling it out on the, not like with a pen, but in my brain. That's what I did. Uh, I, (laughs) shut up. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, duh. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? (laughs) I I think she's got it. Go ahead, Kendra. Oh, I N C U L P A T O R Y. Yes. Inculpatory. <clears throat> round two one. point to kendra so the score is you now zero Almost. to one okay okay john jurisprudence j u r i s p r u d e n c e correct yes I take the round one to one. Good job. Prudence. <laughs> prudence is the name of prudence is the name of the woman that won't be uh, hitting on you at the gym. Well, they had none of them. Well, uh, since I won that one, Kendra should start the next round. Okay. Oh boy. Absconder. <laughs> 
a parolee <laughs> whose a parolee whose whereabouts are unknown. Hey, <clears throat> hold on a second. <laughs> I don't know why my hands are sweating right now. I feel really like a lot of pressure. She's very nervous. She's very worried. She might become the host of Cobb Center and True Crime Tuesday. <laughs> and Eric will call her. I'm just embarrassed because these are all words that I've used a lot and I can't remember how to spell it. <laughs> A-B-S-C-O-N-D-E-R. Correct. Okay. Nice. Kendra takes the round. It's two to one. Isn't it? Yeah, just kidding. Nope. Two to one. You're right. <laughs> I can't Believe do math You know how to keep score, and that's why we're divorced. Jake. <laughs> Roguery. I'm going to try not to spell rougery. <laughs> Roguery. <laughs> R O G U E R Y. Correct. Yes. Good two job. to two. <laughs> Kendra, Kendra's up. Kendra, your word is pruno. Pruno. Also known, yep. Also known as hooch or prison wine. <laughs> oh, that's not fair. Okay. Um... <laughs> Well, okay. <clears throat> Can you give me the um, country of origin? <laughs> uh, it's the state of incarceration. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Root word? No, I'm just kidding. Um, I have some synonyms. Hooch, he... prison wine. <laughs> Could you use it in a sentence? He... Yeah. <laughs> I... I've, I found the Pruno during the shakedown. It was in his prison wallet. No. Oh. <laughs> oh. Of course. Is that like, I'm imagining like, you know, that bag wine challenge at colleges where they slap the bag of wine and then it comes out the spout and they have to drink it. That's what yeah, I'm it's imagining. Pretty, it's pretty close to that, except it's a bunch of tattooed inmates making this in their toilet. Okay, I'm just going to say P-R-U-N-O. Correct. Ha. I, cha I challenge that. <laughs> I challenge. Here, of I'll course say. you do, John. I invoke my right to ritual challenge. Uh, P-R-U-N-E-O. <laughs> here, I'll, I'll send you the screenshot, John. Well, I don't, can I just Google it? If I Google it and it comes up prison wine, don't I take a point? Nope. <laughs> uh, because cause just like at work, uh, my word is final. Yeah, I'm not seeing it come up anyway. So I, I thought maybe Pruno would be the, you know, like if you wanted to buy like a, an off-brand or something. All right, so Kendra takes that. Do I lose anything for challenging it? No. All right, so I've I have now learned that it is okay to challenge you. <laughs> it's okay. You just, oh, you just always lose. That's that's the rules. <laughs> you're welcome. To, you're welcome to challenge. You just always lose. I should have known from that gym story not to challenge you. <laughs> so the, uh, what's the what's the score now? Is it two to two? Are we all tied up? 
Uh, it's three to two after four rounds. Damn it. Three to two. Okay. All right. John, I believe this is your word. De jour, meaning in law or operation of law. Oh, okay. Not not de jour, like soup de jour, but de jour, no. like de jour, no. it's a matter of law. Uh, D-E space J-U-R. E. Saved it with the E. Yeah! Good job. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> I didn't think you Fantastic. were going to get it. Fantastic. <laughs> well, I was thinking of Aju, like for a sandwich, because <laughs> I'm very hungry. So that seemed right. Immediately, uh, I yeah. said DiGiorno in my head. Yeah, well, then DiGiorno. I said you got us both appetized, Jake. And what makes me mad about that is you're not going to follow through. I, I don't mind being appetized by you, but, you know, <laughs> follow through. Can't. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I explained this to a deputy once because he showed up at my facility two days in a row. And I was like, hey, man, like, you don't have to arrest people if you want to see me again. And he's like, like, you don't have to invent excuses. You know where I'm at. And he's like, I'm just so intimidated by you. I'm like, it's possible to be intimidated by and attracted to me at the same time, which the person riding with him did not think was funny at all. But we had a good laugh. Do you know what's funny about you and me, Jake, is that we were like separated from birth because when I was in prison, I said the same shit all the time. Like, like I remember I would be out in the rec yard talking the way that I do for hours, you know, just me being a different guy. And I remember one time I was talking to this officer and she goes, that's that's so confusing because I don't, I don't remember what I was talking about. She's just like, that's confusing. And I'm like, ah, confusion, just another form of arousal. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. This was a long time ago, so just wanted to put that in there. All right, so the scores, uh, is it all tied up now, four to four? Uh, three three up, but now uh, Kendra Kendra can come out in the lead here. I'm going to keep going with the, the foreign language. On bomb, meaning on the bench. Oh, God, this is a total guess. E-N-B-A-N-C. Yes. Kendra, you, you pull ahead with four points at the end of five rounds. Thank you. Isn't he a great spellmaster, by the way? Or B-Meister? <laughs> what's the name a of the guy? Who, what's the guy, name of a guy that, that conducts the spelling bee? I don't even know what that's called. <laughs> I like B-Meister. Uh, B-Meister. B-Meister's okay. I was trying to think of, uh, what is it, like, M, uh, Master of Ceremonies would be Master of Bees. So you'd be an MBs. MB? <laughs> <laughs> so, be sounds MB. like you're, you have, like, a Master's in Business. It's very confusing. <laughs> I think you could go ahead and put that on your resume, though. Put put uh, M M B, and then they're like, "Oh, you have a master's." You're like, "No, I, I'm a master of of bees, like spelling bees." <laughs> Love that. Oh, it's good. <laughs> okay, John, I, I told you I was going to throw you a curveball here. Oh, a deoxyribonucleic acid was not a curveball. <laughs> No, that was perfectly straightforward. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a fast pitch. Uh, you know. It's like, uh, so your next word is 
boberting, which is to be groped or fondle others in a theater. In a first of theater all, specifically? <laughs> yes. First of all, in, in I want to address something with Kendra. How often have we been how often have we been hearing this this word or similar word, boberting, bobert? Like we've had two episodes now featuring guys who have that as a name, right? Haven't we? I know. Yeah. Something well, like well, this is this is a, a buxom uh congresswoman, so oh my god. Okay. All right, Boberding. hilarious. <laughs> so this is slang. This is not. This is a. I'm. I'm picking up what you're putting down now. This isn't a real I'm word. Not, I don't. You know, know the congresswoman that like got. No. Okay. I don't watch the news during Beetlejuice. And then oh she got yeah. Caught. You know what yeah. sucked is that uh, I think and she was just like there was eh. a whole. <laughs> There's a whole last call episode where like Drew <laughs> talked about this at length and I I listened to it. I didn't learn anything. Boberting. So it would really help if I knew her name. I don't. Bobert. B B O E B O B E R T I N G. Yes, you are correct. <laughs> Exceeded in spite of myself. Kendra, are you going to challenge since I had an aborted, since I aborted and started over? I, you know, if you wanted to wave the challenge flag in that, you could. Challenging apparently does nothing. So, no. And in a spelling bee, you can't do that where you just start over again. So, it's all right. Now we're tied and that makes it more interesting, unless that was the last round. I can't, I'm not keeping track. No, that was, uh, that was round six, the beginning of round six. So, here you go. Incarceritis. It's the medical condition induced by the threat of arrest or incarceration. It's a noun. I, I N C. <laughs> it's a real word. This is a noun. Okay, just like the last one. I N C A R C E R I T I S. Correct. Kendra, do you, have you ever met someone who was uh, had sudden acute onset acute incarceratus? Yes, I had a man that was afflicted by fake seizures, and he would have he would come to court, and as soon as the judge started talking, he would begin seizing. And <clears throat> one time, he was in the I was transporting him back to the jail, and he didn't want to go back to jail, so he I made it out of our Sally Port at the courthouse, and he was like, "I think I'm going to have a seizure." I'm like, oh, yeah? And he's like, yeah, here I go. And he starts doing it. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, I'll drive you back. And then we, you have to call the fucking ambulance. And they came and they showed me a neat trick where if someone is faking something like that, you open their eye and you put your finger real close to their eye. And if they close their eye, they're faking it. Because if they're truly having a seizure or they're truly unconscious, they won't have that reaction. I wish I had known that because Jake, I know that you deal with people faking seizures all the time in prison, right? In jail. Yeah. Oh yeah. All the time. R- write that down. The whole poke him on the eye thing. We had a guy. Don't actually poke him though. <laughs> you can poke him. Just have okay. a glove on. Uh, don't go too deep because after a certain point of penetration, it becomes a crime. So. Right, and you could get conjunctivitis. You could, yes, on your finger. Um, 
Uh, or you could give them conjunctivitis <laughs> if you're in a jail and you're touching them with a bare finger. That could easily happen. Uh, we had a guy that just did that all the time. He didn't want to lock up or he was throwing some sort of hissy fit. And he was a he was a chomo. So don't feel bad for him that, you know, if I could have put my finger in his eye to get him to comply, I would have done it. Uh, I appreciate that uh, that tale. Now that it's too late, now that I'm a 911 dispatcher and I can't poke anyone. You know, <laughs> don't poke anyone, John. You're not authorized to do that. They do that, like, text 911. Maybe you can do the poke emoji or something. I don't know. <laughs> don't think we, I don't think we have emojis. And, but I'll recommend it at the next update. Yeah, because, well, all you're going to get are, like, grapefruit emojis or, like, eggplants and stuff. I like how he's talking to the one guy on Earth that's never used an emoji. So, <laughs> like, the least qualified for this line of conversation. He's going to text people back, be like, I'm on the toilet. I can't help you right now. <laughs> I'm like, incapacitated, I just, okay? I would say I'm, I'm, I'm 10 8, I'm 10 21, possibly 10 22. Uh, I, say t- I say 10 100. That's what, that's what we've got. So, 10 100. One more okay. than 99. So, 10 99 is send everyone, and 10 100 is obviously send no one. So. <laughs> Last word, Jake. <laughs> Last word. I thought you said ten. We're only on six. No, oh, I just was hoping I could win in this round. <laughs> All right, let's do exclusionary. E X C L U S I O N A R Y. Correct. Yes. Good job. <clears throat> it's also John's favorite uh, position, exclusionary. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I will have you happen. know. I will have you know. I have never had sex. <laughs> oh not my god! Once. Sorry, Kendra. We don't normally Jake Fine. and I podcast, and we're not a mixed <laughs> company because. <laughs> Apparently, we don't count Abby Ellsworth as mixed company. She's not. She's oh. not only a lady, an elegant lady, and no offense to Abby, but our senior. Like, definitely a situation which demands our respect. And uh, unfortunately, we're not. We're not doing well enough on that. Right. Well. Well, for the for the regular YouTube listeners, I'm pretty much the same whether I'm at work podcasting or in person. So I'm just generally crude. Yes. All right. Well, luckily for you, I have none of those qualities, so you don't have to worry about offending me. So other than I am a lady. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I have none of those qualities. None of those none of those terms describe me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I shouldn't use foul language. It's unladylike. Um, Peremptory challenge. Peremptor, pre. Okay, say that again. Peremptory challenge, like a, di- a district court would grant each side a challenge to exclude uh, jurors, or it's like excluding jurors. Yeah. Okay. I've sat through a lot of jury selections, so I should know this one. And uh, peremptory. Uh, P. <laughs> <laughs> P E R E M P. Hold on. Ah, shit. 
No. Can I start over? <laughs> Am I allowed to start yes, over? Yes, you can. Yes, I did with Boberting, so. Okay. P E E R E M T O R Y space C H A L L E N G E. That's incorrect. Okay. John, would yes. you like to steal? <laughs> I'm gonna I will invoke my right to steal. Preemptory challenge. P R E E M P T O R Y space C H A L L E N G E. Oh my god. Correct. Yes. I shouldn't have started over. I was right. <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> Drum it. <laughs> it's all right. Good job. So at the, the at the end at the end of eight rounds, you're tied at six. I thought I was taking the lead there. I've worked very hard. Why do as a man, I always have to work twice as hard to get an advantage over. <laughs> uh, I don't want to finish. I beg time. to differ. You should use that as your peremptory challenge. Yeah, I'm gonna preempt <laughs> myself right now. <laughs> Uh, uh, why do okay, I say the things that are in my head? <laughs> <laughs> because you're podcasting. I guess. All right, let let's go back to the Latin. So, uh, would awesome. I would Love I that. give would I give this to uh, this would go to Kendra, right? Yeah, if I won the last yeah. round, then yeah, you got to give her a chance to get ahead. Habeas corpus. H a oh, this is going to be embarrassing. H A B I U S space C O R P U S. That's incorrect. Yes. Fuck, I knew it. I knew it. God damn it. H A B E U S space yeah. C O R P U S. That's also incorrect. Damn it. Oh, fuck. Is there no space? No, there's a space. No, it's H A B E A S. Habeas. You were correct. What? Oh. Damn it. Oh. Man, we're both cool. humbled on that one. Well, this well, was Latin for you have the body. I know what it is. I just don't know how to spell it, I guess, because I'm an idiot. <laughs> Me too, John. Uh, uh, all right, Kel uh, Kendra, let's go with appellant. The party who appeals a district court decision. Uh, a P P E L L. Oh shit! Appellant, right? Yes. Yes. A P A P P E L L A N T. Correct. Damn it. Ha. That's me dancing. Yes, you're. She, All right, you're, for those of you listening at she, home, she is shrugging her shoulders forward in a in a absolutely graceless maneuver. Ow, that hurts. <laughs> she has injured herself from dancing too hard. I'm flexing on you. Yeah, I'm already afraid of you. Physically afraid. All right. All right <laughs> okay. So this is this is after nine rounds. Kendra's ahead by one. So this is so this is I have to I have to get this right to you have to, to get just, this right and she has to get the next one wrong. Okay. Is there an emergency tiebreaker word? 
I, yes, I, I had way more than 10 words. So nice. Loving this guy. I love, I love anybody that goes above and beyond. You know who does that? Me and Jake. All right. <laughs> and not like me, way, apparently. We go way beyond what's necessary or possibly <laughs> legal or moral. We go way beyond. Yes. Petite like jury. It. Is this for me? Yes. Okay. I believe it's pronounced pettit, but I will allow that. Uh, P-E-T-I-T space J-U-R-Y. Correct. Yes. So that's uh, the grand jury indicts and the pettit jury actually hears the case, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's the smaller the smaller portion if they need to. Le petit déjeuner. I have... Uh, there's uh, also uh, grand mal seizures and pettit mal seizures for people that just kind of become unconscious. So this is a learning episode. <laughs> mal meaning bad. Grand mal mean, means big, bad seizure. So pettit mal means small, bad seizure. <laughs> big, bad seizure. <laughs> big, bad right. seizure was Jake's nickname in high school. <laughs> <laughs> From the ladies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Civil oh, forfeiture. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kendra, for the mm. win. Furlough. Oh, my God. You know, I'm okay. This one is one where I double guess myself. Double guess. That's not it. Second guess. Second guess. <laughs> Thank you. She just guesses herself <laughs> twice. It's the same guess both times. It's time. okay. I got... <laughs> okay. This is one of those where it's like, it sounds like it would be easy, but I know I'm going to be missing a vowel somewhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's one of those British words. <clears throat> F. U. R. Damn it. That's, that was L. rude. Ha. <laughs> F-U-R. <laughs> L. O. W. That's it. I'm ending it. <laughs> That's incorrect. Damn it. <laughs> Furlough is, you had the fur, right? F U R. I don't, I get to steal. I get to steal. Well, you already won. You won because I got it wrong. Well, don't I get to really super. Okay, go, show off. Go ahead, John. <laughs> That's the smug. You are L O U G H. That's correct. Yeah, see, so you, that's you have okay. 11 out of 10 words correct, John. Yes, yes. That's the Jonathan Bates way. Hard and fast and a little too much. That's how I win. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Everyone's just mad when I said that. Good job, John. Woo! Thank you. you won. Good job to me. Uh, who won the Mad Lib? Everyone. All right. Just checking. <laughs> it's like uh cupcakes and cameos i don't know yeah she wins yeah good job she heather wins. you win you win you won you won the <laughs> mad libs uh kendra uh oh my probably my favorite part because this is uh less for me to do but you get some uh, people that write into you with uh true crime stories from our listeners or your friends true crimes from the beat not not phony baloney true crime shit where some kid uh, gets drunk and gets lost in Minnesota, and it's this huge fucking mystery. It's just uh, regular true crime stories from uh, real people uh, doing their jobs. Is that correct? 
Correct. Some of them are. Um, are we going to do are... any role playing? Is Officer Randy going to make appearance in this episode? I don't think so. <laughs> let me let me just look. I only have a couple, and okay. they're not as um, true crimey. They're more paranormal. Oh, that's fine. We're coming up on Halloween, so. Uh, what? Halloween 2024. Okay. <laughs> it's like, John, do you know what date it is right now? <laughs> Every time someone talks to me, that always ends in a well-being check. I wonder why now, that is. <laughs> are you aware where you are right now? What'd I'm alert and oriented times three. Yes. <laughs> okay. So here's the first one. And they want to remain anonymous. So here we go. All right. I want to say the earliest memory I have of paranormal is probably around four years old. I was in Des Moines, Iowa, and it wasn't long now that I th- long now that I think about it after. <laughs> um, okay, that spelling bee has me rattled. Let me start over. <laughs> D-E-S-M-O-I-N-E-S. It's Des French Moines. for the Moines. Yes. <laughs> All right, let me start over. I want to say the earliest memory I have of paranormal is probably around four years old. I was in Des Moines, Iowa, and it wasn't long now that I think about it after my grandfather had passed away, so circa 1983. I was in the back of a pickup truck several of my cous- with several of my cousins, who were all older because I was a product of my dad's second marriage. I remember that they were going to drive, some- drive off somewhere and pick up other people, and they told me there wasn't enough room for me. So I remember them picking me up out of the back of the truck and sitting me on the side of the road and driving away. <laughs> the fuck? What? <laughs> You're the littlest person. You're the youngest person. And we're like, well, there's not enough room for the vulnerable child. So we're going to leave them on the side of the road in Des Moines. So so this is how you get true crimed. Exactly. This is how you get true crimed. Exactly. And you end up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember standing there frightened, thinking I was in the middle of nowhere, and I did not know how to get home. I remember an old man coming up to me and asking me if I was lost, and I told him I was. He said, well, let's get you home, and I remember him walking me back to my aunt's house where we were staying. My mom said she'd come home from work, working the morning shift at the Waffle House to find me just standing in the middle of the driveway. There was no old man. There was no mention of an old man. We did not have an old man that lived with us. From what I was told, there was no old man that lived in the area either. The end. It's kind of a good good ghost story. I will say, I've been to Iowa a few times, and I have seen old men while I was there. So there's always a chance chance that it was just an old guy in Iowa. The thing that's weird about it is if this was in Des Moines proper, then it's that's you know if you're in if you're in downtown downtown Des Moines or just in Des Moines it's the same as any other city so like did they if they live down in the countryside it's just like Brandon Swanson where you're walking down a gravel road and oh god yeah that's a that's an interesting story I, I I like it I I wonder you know well so many people have uh memories and things that uh they remember from when they were young that just don't make sense and particularly if you had just gone through a traumatic time uh, I don't know if you said you you were aware of your grandfather passing away, but that's very interesting. My mom used to believe, and she still probably does to this day, that there were angels everywhere. She used to believe that every time anyone did anything, it was because of an angel. Case in point, she uh, she got a flat tire once. She, my mom had terrible luck with vehicles. My dad was always deployed overseas. And she believes to this day 
that there was uh, an angel who came to her in the form of a black guy named Michael who helped her change her tire. And I'm like, is there any chance that it was just a nice black person? <laughs> no, it had to be an angel. Oh my God. Just, just couldn't, say, couldn't take, believe it. Take my hands, boss. Yeah. <laughs> take my hands, boss. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. I have one more that I will share. It's a little bit longer. So it should be. Okay. Good. Yeah. Still paranormal, I believe. Very nice. <clears throat> okay. And this person. Okay. This person wants to be anonymous as well. So. Uh, this is my most vivid paranormal memory. I was around seven years old. My parents had a huge fight. My mom left with my baby sister and I stayed with my dad. It was late in the evening and had to be fall because it was already dark out. Even though it was late in the evening. He had, I'm not making fun of you. I'm sorry. That just kind of was redundant. He had a few friends over and I just remember them getting very high and hammered. I busied myself with the VH, VHS tapes we had. No cable or antenna. The way the house was set up. The TV was against the wall. Um, there was a kitchen on the other side. <clears throat> Down that wall was the bedrooms. I think that's supposed to be hall. Down the hall was the bedrooms. Mine being the one at the very end. Behind me or across from the TV was the couch where my dad passed out and vomited all over himself. <laughs> Okay, I have to start fielding these stories. Like any normal child, I was sitting about two feet from the TV, which was a big wooden box that had maybe a 19-inch screen on it. If I looked down the hall to my right, I could see my open bedroom door with the light that was off. As I... I apologize. As I went down the hallway, I could see a man leaning in my doorframe. I can tell this wasn't an intruder or one of my dad's friends. He was still there. It was definitely a ghost apparition. This man was maybe in his 20s, medium height, about my height now, 5'9". He wore what appeared to be loose-fitting pants, white button shirt, and a vest. The vest was the type you would find under a three-piece suit. I expected I would have seen a pocket watch in the front pocket had I looked hard enough. What did stand out for... I apologize. <laughs> what did stand out was a circle-shaped wire-rimmed glasses and a boiler derby hat. Uh, young man wasn't... <laughs> I love the okay. suspense built in just by the fact that she can't read. That's why she lost this belly. If, excuse me. Um, <laughs> it's the way this is written. I apologize. Yeah, blame um, the person who was kind enough to submit it. Thanks, okay. thanks jerk, for writing your own story. <laughs> All right, I'll just read it the way it's written and hopefully it makes sense. Okay. Young man wasn't anything the only see the spirit mean as it scared the child. Okay, that was pretty fucked up. That's what I'm saying. I'm okay, trying. okay. Uh, it is not Kendra's fault. <laughs> could, you, could you guys please proofread these things? We're going to read them on the air. I need to do that as well. So it's also my fault because I need to screen these before I just start reading them. Yeah. Um. Okay, so essentially... Uh, this person is seeing a ghost standing at mm. um, the end of the hallway in front of his bedroom. Um, he goes on to say, I was not afraid at first, more mesmerized, but then I realized I could see him 
and made a movement like he wanted to speak to me. Now this scared the shit out of me. I was so frightened. I went and buried myself between my father and the couch. Total disregard for the vomit. Must have dozed off or walked, waked, woke up with my dad as I was at the sleep because I woke up in my parents' bed the mo next morning. <laughs> Fast forward 10 years and my grandmother had passed away. We're all helping clean out the house and put stuff in storage. Um, my dad found a photo album. He sits down and starts flipping through the album, which contains eight by tens of family members long gone. He flipped to a picture and I was so taken back. My mom even told me that I looked like I'd seen a ghost. I told her it's because I had. <laughs> I went through uh, my long drawn out story of that night and what happened. That's when I learned the man in the photo was my grandfather and he was in a 20s boiler hat and all. I was told that my grandfather was quite the alcoholic. Um, he would wrap up the kids <laughs> and cheat on my grandmother. <laughs> uh, I asked my mom why he would have showed himself to me one time and then never again. She said that's that it's possible because my dad was going down the same path as him and he was there to watch over me. Um, he may have never shown or talked to me again because he thought that he scared me. That's the story. You know, what's weird is, was that submitted by two separate people? Yes. Okay, two different so people. That's like, why the grandfather thing, I was like, Yeah, okay. it's like very common <clears throat> theme where you have a child placed in danger by some negligent adult. And uh, the ghost comes along to kind of look after the kid. and uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it, that was so. just the 1980s. That's true. We had a lot more ghosts back then. Uh, Kendra, you really missed out on that. It was a spectacular time. Sounds uh, like it. I honestly thank you for bearing that. with me on that. Uh, that was hard. No read. problem. Um, I remember listening to this thing once. Uh, gosh, I'm trying to remember what it was because it because it, it sounded kind of far out there, but it kind of made sense. And it was like this. Um, why is there no proof of the paranormal of the spiritual realm? Kendra, I think maybe you'll appreciate this discussion. And so we've had, you know, uh, there's ghost stories are as old as time, right? Uh, seeing things, uh, apparitions, the flying Dutchman, the widow waiting on the peak for the husband to return, the woman in white on the side of the road, grandpa. There's all kinds of these stories like this. And, and why is that? Well, and, and why do we have no proof if they're real? Like we have so much anecdotal evidence that it's real, but no, like after even, you know, now everyone's carrying a cell phone and all this. I was listening to something once and uh, like I said, it's kind of far out there, but it was, it was this, it's like my beliefs about spiritual or the paranormal is essentially that it's all bad. I don't think that there's, you know, these stories of grandpas looking over you or, or whatever, um, I think that there's it's possible that there's a that spirituality or spiritualism is uh, a work of the devil designed to get you to believe in something that's greater than yourself, something immaterial. So, right, you believe in, in spirituality, but uh, that spiritualism that you're believing in is apart from Christ. And so uh, and it also is is very anti-Christian to, to think that you can die and that you're somehow sovereign over your own death. Like you can die and you can just stay here on Earth. I don't think that's a decision that we get to make. So anything that's appearing to people is evil or demonic. And 
I think the reason why we don't have hard evidence of these things is because uh, Satan and demons are very brilliant and they, they're aware of these things and they know not to appear or be in places where they can have hard proof of them established. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to the other two people here to comment on that. Uh, <laughs> do, I, do I need to be uh, 5150 or what do you guys think of that? Go ahead, Jake. I, I've I've heard that uh, I've heard that thesis before that uh, theory that that's that's how it goes. Um, I haven't uh, personally like experienced a lot of uh, paranormal things myself. Like even at the facility I work, people bring up a lot of paranormal stuff. Well, I guess I could tell the one uh, paranormal in quotations experience that I had. Um, they have these like inner rec yards that you know have the gate over the top of them and it's just basically a basketball court that's kind of a rhombus shape so yeah i did that um tying that in there for you um <laughs> john's john's trying to do a rhombus poorly <laughs> um you think you'd be more nimble with those fingers john you maybe you and uh kendra would still be together but they <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> The basketball court is outside, right? So it's tapered <laughs> down to a <laughs> to a drain. <laughs> and here it's very, very uh, windy in the southwest. So when the wind, um, I, I came walking up to give this officer a break. And she's like, she's like screaming coming out of the cell block like pushes past me and it's like oh my god there's a ghost like the inner rec yard and runs out the vestibule into the main hallway and i walk in there and all the inmates are looking at me like what the fuck is going on so i look out the window and the basketball is going in a circle in the rec yard but the floor is tapered so it's kind of like when you put a quarter in the machine in the oh, yeah. and goes around i was like it's just the fucking wind and turns out it was just <laughs> It was just her way to get like a 35 minute break was to <laughs> tell me that there was a ghost in the inner rec yard when it was just the wind. Um, there are some scarier experiences that people had, but that, I mean, that's the only one that I've uh, heard people talk about the paranormal, but it was not, not yeah. the case. We were, uh, we were going to do paranormal prison stories, but fucking dead leg went on vacation. So we couldn't put out an episode of, Failure to stop hard time uh, that week, right? Right, going into Halloween. Of course, I think you were off for a family engagement anyway, but we did promise to do that. So uh, we could do that at some point uh, coming up on an episode of Failure to Stop Hard Time. Folks, I'll, I'll wrap it up because we're approaching an hour and a half, and Drew has yelled at me about the length of my episodes before. So we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, Failure to Stop is a whole family of shows. Uh, you know that if you're here and you're listening to Patreon, and if you're tuning in for a True Crime Tuesday or other episode, to watch me and Kendra, that means you're uh, a pretty much a, a height of the wolf pack fan, which means hello, Brittany Faulkner. Just want to say hi <laughs> to you specifically. Silamander, <laughs> uh, everybody out there who supported us uh, over the year, we appreciate it. I remember coming into this job at Failure to Stop in January and being an absolute nobody and having a lot of people talk shit to me and tell me to get the hell out of town and that I don't deserve to occupy a space where Mike the cop has been. I heard plenty of things like that. Uh, some of them were coming from Dave. All right. Uh, but we will go ahead and wrap it up, folks. If you want to listen to Failure Stop Hard Time and get more of uh, Jake Welder, who uh, hosts that show with me, and we talk about prison shit and prison ghost stories, as you heard, 
uh, go ahead and subscribe to Patreon. We would love to have you there. Uh, we do. Uh, we are pretty responsive to requests. We will. We have all kinds of shows there. We make content that you want to hear. If you're paying for it, uh, you, you could pay at two different levels. Uh, it's uh, not more expensive than a cup of coffee, and you get as much failure to stop as you could possibly handle, and even more. Uh, so, with all that in mind, we'll go ahead and close it out. Thanks for subscribing to Patreon. Guns up, giddy up. Good night, America. And don't get yourself oh, true crime. Yes, stay safe and and don't get yourself true crimed. Say good night, Jake. <laughs> good night, Jake. Bye.